0: On this Valentine's Day, we're celebrating love, all kinds of
1: love, because love is love is love. And this this is is Chick to Chick.
0: Chick. On this Valentine's Day, we decided to chirp about love, right? Of
1: course, because love is love. Is love
0: yes we're celebrating all types of love and we're gonna start with one of these quotes and I love this mm-hmm. quote from Maya Angelou it's and it goes one. something like this love recognizes no barriers it jumps hurdles leaps fences penetrates walls to arrive at its destination full of hope I love that I love that
1: beautiful Yeah. And something else to recognize is the fact that, um, you know, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. It really doesn't. But it's almost 20 years now. Almost 20 years ago that the first legal same-sex marriage ceremony in the United States took place on February 12th of 2004 in San Francisco. That is almost 20 years. As you said, a lot has changed. And I think it's time to just sort of embrace it, really talk about it. And know what it's like to be in that same-sex marriage. So after that
0: happened, I noticed a big shift. Um, You know, we worked together at the same place, and we had a lot of folks there who were gay. Mm -hmm. And they kept it to themselves, and they weren't really open about it. And we knew they were gay. I don't care. I didn't, you didn't care. Right. Nobody cared. No, it didn't matter. But I felt like they were holding it close to mm-hmm. their vest, and they didn't want to. They weren't being their authentic selves. They weren't being authentic. And I feel like when this happened, there was a big shift. They were open about it. I noticed them being happier. Yes, like that they could be
1: real and open and honest mm, about not it. So guarded about their lives.
0: Yeah, and I was happy for them mm-hmm. um, because, like, who. Why does it matter? It, it, again, love is love. And everybody wants to be loved and feel love. So we decided that that's what we wanted to base this podcast on. Love is love is love, which brings us to our guests, Dave Skirpon and Chris Baldridge. Hi guys, thanks so much for joining us.
2: Hi, hello, how are you?
0: Um, we're so happy to be here, uh, have you here today. And we just want to know from you, you know, you are a gay couple. You guys are married. Tell us what it's like being gay in 2022.
2: Well, I will begin by saying it's a lot different today than in 1980. Um, And I'm I'm really a good example. Um, I was so ashamed of being gay as a teenager and as a young adult. And I grew up in a very religious family where it was not acceptable. So I pretty much said to myself, I I know I'm gay, but I will never act on it. That was my way of saying I was okay and ended up marrying a woman and having three children. And unfortunately, our marriage was not a happy marriage. And, you know, a lot of people think that our marriage ended because I was gay. In reality, it was I left because it was not a happy marriage. But fortunately, it was now 1997 and I did some serious counseling. And as a result, I felt comfortable being who i was and finally accepted myself as a gay man and all of the cliches you hear you know you know once you come out you're never happier once you accept yourself for who you are you're never happier are really true you you, you mentioned where you saw in your own worker you know team members how much happier and relieved they were and it is a relief because you feel like you're living a lie and you're carrying this burden on your shoulders And when you accept yourself first, and and I had to accept myself first and say to myself, regardless of who still loves me, this is who I am. That, Quite frankly, I went from worrying about my my siblings and parents as a teenager to really worrying about my children as an adult. But once I accepted myself and knew they still loved me, I've never been happier in my life.
1: Mm. And that is what is the most heartwarming. I mean, I had a friend that came out to me not that long ago, you know, a few years ago, and I just looked at her and I giggled and I'm like, cause like, I didn't know. Yeah, I said, <laughs> I don't know why, you know, it bless your heart that you've had to pretend this long and you know, it, you, you've, you've just been you. you. Now you just have to vocalize what all of us really knew. But I think it's different when then you are entering into, you know, a relationship and a marriage, which I think is so important because everybody who falls in love should have the opportunity to be married and share that life with the person that they love. So I I mean, I'm so grateful that the laws have changed. So the two of you are married and you've been married for how long now?
3: Good question. Uh, That's a typical
1: marriage answer, honey. How long has it uh-huh. been? I don't know.
2: Eight years.
0: Eight years. But we've been
2: together for twenty-one years. Wow! Correct.
0: And Chris, Aww. Dave talked about his experience. What was your experience like? like? Did you have a similar situation?
3: Um, I kind of did. I mean, I kind of always knew that I was gay growing up. Um, so it really just sort of as life evolved. I just came more and more comfortable with who I was and what I was doing. And um, really consider myself very lucky. I didn't have any really negative impact or anything really happen. I, I mean, I, I had friends that I grew up with that, you know, they were disowned or they lost friends and family. Um, I really felt very fortunate because it didn't really impact me at all. In fact, and as you mentioned, as Dave said that, you know, you make your, you finally live yourself, your true life um, is a lot easier. So um, I consider myself lucky that it really was not a major um, event or traumatic, you know, it's upsetting, you know, but it wasn't as bad as, you know, other people have had it. So I, I feel lucky.
1: And I'm so glad that that's the experience that that you have had. And now you guys have been together for a long time, married for eight years. Um, See, you, she remembered. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep tabs on it for you guys, okay? So I'll let you know when it's nine. Thanks, <laughs> when it's ten. <clears throat> and I, um, you know, you, you really are a great couple, Flora, and I you know, have the privilege of knowing the two of you as individuals and then as a great couple. And being a couple in 22 uh, gay, it's got to be a lot different than it was or isn't it? I don't know. I mean, do you, are you getting into a space where it just doesn't matter anymore? Like it, it's fine. You two walk into a restaurant, you two go wherever and no one, do people care much less anymore?
2: You know, that's a really interesting point because I don't really feel that they do. I feel comfortable. We, our friend, our circle of friends are, are gay and straight. So it's not like we just hang around with, um, gay people or straight people. And I, th- I've never felt uncomfortable going to a restaurant, going to a movie, going to a show. However, I have to tell you, the only times I realize there still is a lot of hate in this world is when I make the mistake of looking online where you'll see where somebody has talked about a gay person that's out in, in the press. And then all of these individuals write, you know, the most horrible things. I think a good example right now, not to, not to plug jeopardy, but, um, you know, the whole, um, The horrible Mm -hmm. things that some people say about Amy, the current um, champion, because she's transgendered, it just, it makes me realize that at times I feel so fortunate because in my day-to-day life, I never feel that at all, but I know it is still out there. And sometimes I feel like I may be naive um, because quite frankly, we have a great life with our friends and our family and, you know, my kids and Chris's parents. and, And, you know, it's just, we are really, really fortunate in my opinion. And I do think Harrisburg has been great, a great area. I mean, everyone's
3: so accepting and friendly and um, really have had no issues at all from day one. I just think that's really um, very interesting, very unique about this area.
0: Well, two points that, you know, I, I think that people would never say things to your face. And, and they're cowards, and then they get courageous when they get behind the keyboard. Right. Um, right. You know, and haters are going to hate. And, and you mentioned about people have been accepting. You know, I'm of the philosophy that I don't care what you do. I care how you treat me. Mm-hmm. And I believe that prejudice is learned behavior. Mm-hmm. And I believe that being discriminatory is learned behavior. You know, when my son was little, I have a lot of gay friends. I brought him around straight friends, gay friends. It didn't matter. And there was never any discussion about it because I didn't make an issue out of it. Because to me, it wasn't an issue. He never said to me, oh, why is so-and-so together? He never talked about it because I didn't make it an issue and I didn't raise him that way. I raised him more um, how people treat you. Um, and and how you should be treating others. Do you feel that discrimination and prejudice, that these are learned behaviors?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Unfortunately, but yeah, definitely. You know, it's funny growing up, I grew up in a really small town in Northern Pennsylvania and people will say to me often, well, why did you get married? Why did you, you know, have children? Why did you, why did you, why did you, and, you know, I didn't, know anybody growing up that was gay. I'm sure I knew people, but it was never talked about. And my opinion of somebody that was gay was so out there and so different than I was that quite frankly, I didn't even know if I was gay. I just knew I was different. And I remember as a child, my father was a school teacher and we had, my parents were friends with a couple. Um, They sang in the church choir together and they were two men that lived together. And, And looking back, um, what I know now, I would have known immediately that they were a gay couple. But I did ask my mother once. I said, I thought it was odd that they lived together as two men. And my mother said, Oh, well, um, it's just because Mr. Brown um had gotten divorced and he needs to live with Mr. Ritz for the money. You know, it's it's a financial situation. It's nothing more. And I I, I bought it. But looking back and I don't and quite frankly, I don't even know if my mother knew. I mean, it was a different world and you just yeah. didn't talk about it. You you know, women that were Um, that golfed together and bowled together and were single. They were just women that never got married. And it it was never, I never heard the words they were lesbian or they were gay or they were homosexuals, never.
0: So as we wrap things up here on this Valentine's Day and we're celebrating all kinds of love, what's your message uh, to people who may be watching or listening to this from both of you? I'd love to hear it.
2: You know, I will tell you my, my message that I, whether it's somebody that's older than us or someone that's younger, and especially younger younger kids, you know, be who you are, be true to yourself first. And as long as you're true to yourself and you're a good person, it'll all come together. And, you know, I, I hear less and less of parents that disown their children. But again, I will go back to my original comment, even though my family was wonderful when I came out, I was prepared to not have that. And I had a circle of friends that I knew were like family that would take care of me and support me at that time. So I just really encourage you to, you know, make good friendships, be true to yourself. And in the end, it is it is a new world for younger gay people. You know, people that want to have children today can have children. They can have marriage. They can have a really wonderful life. And, you know, don't be afraid to accept yourself for who you are.
3: Yeah and I agree. I mean, be true to yourself, be happy with yourself. Um surround yourself with with good people, um good support, good fam- family, good friends. Um I truly think one thing now about up oh, there's the dog. Um one thing now about <laughs> life is people look at them like, I mean, you're not identified as a gay man or a woman. You're identified as a person who yeah. happens to be gay. Such as you're identified as, as a person who happens to be a runner or a banker or a teacher i mean Mm -hmm. it's sort of just it's a characteristic of a person and i think that's the better thing now that's no longer being that's the first thing people know about you they know you as a person and if you're gay straight bi trans whatever that's just a part of what you are it doesn't really define Mm -hmm. you as a whole being
0: so true And that is a great way to end this podcast. Absolutely, Dave, Chris, thank you. Thank you. And don't forget your anniversary, okay? it's I'll remind you. I'll
1: remind you.
2: (laughs) I I was afraid you were going to ask what we were doing for Valentine's Day. And I was going to tell you one thing about us was neither of us are romantic. So (laughs) I guess the anniversary sort of was a good uh, clue in the beginning.
0: (laughs) There you go. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Thank you so much.
2: Take care. Thank you.
0: Didn't they have a great message? And the one thing that they said... It doesn't matter what you are. Just be a good person. Person. Just be a good person. Be kind and
1: treat others with respect. That's all that matters. That is truly all that matters. We thank you so much for being here with us and for treating us with kindness and respect. Until we are back to Chirp about another topic.